I'm Luca Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the <laughs> Oh, welcome. You know we had to do it. You know we had to do it. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com, putting his balls on the table. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, not you. That's what Luca did tonight. Let's go. Um, Was this a battle of all-star captains in the West? I mean, Derrick Rose. And- <laughs> Derrick Rose. <laughs> and Luca battling out for who's going to be the all-star captain from the. In all seriousness, it could be a battle of the wild card spot between Towns and Luca. Yeah, could yeah, I it mean could it could be. be. I, was, I, man, I, was, I will say this: Derrick Rose, man, he's still he's blowing me away this year. I didn't think I thought he was all. all all past this stage and he had a really big defensive possession on Luca in the fourth and Luca tried to back him down. He blocked Luca and everything. Yeah. He blocked Luca bad. Yeah. But, uh, but that's by far the, uh, the story of the game tonight. Just another memorable epic performance by Luca Doncic. I mean, he just keeps doing this, man. Obviously this is a kind of a semi emergency pod bonus podcast, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the Mavericks, Take down the Timberwolves. Excuse me. On the road, mind you, everyone. On the road, 119 to 115. Goes down to the wire. Luca magic at the end. Uh, That's that's really why we're recording. Yes. It's an emergency pod uh, because they won on the road. (laughs) Just specifically, if the Luca magic hadn't happened and they still won on the road, we would have an emergency podcast. (laughs) Still emergency pod because that's only happened a a handful of times this year. What is that? Four times now that they've won on the road? We can count them on one hand. I think this is the second win on the road in the West. Well, everyone except Jason Pierre-Paul. What? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get that joke for a second. Oh man, we were counting on him. Okay, so it obviously comes down to Luca. We'll go through the last couple of plays. Um, man, just what what a night, what an end. So it, let's it's, let's start with this. It starts basically in the fourth quarter. It was a back and forth game, and with six minutes and thirty seconds left, Jalen Brunson does the Steve Nash drive where he drives baseline and he come you know curls around the baseline, and he sees JJ Barea cutting into the paint because that's just what JJ does super smart of him uh, and nobody went with him until finally Teague tried to follow him and he was late and Teague collided with him in midair. JJ got the layup and everybody was you know happy about it. And then all of a sudden you realize that it didn't seem like anything crazy happened. It's not like Teague landed on him weird. It's not like he landed on his leg weird. It wasn't like a Gordon Hayward kind of thing. And, but you just see JJ Brea on the, on the baseline and you see the replays and he's, he's rubbing his Achilles and you know, you see him down there, and he tries to get up, and he just can't. And he lays back down, and uh, man, that's just that's rough to see. That that is just tough, especially you know, with Dennis out right now, and you know JJ being thirty four. That big story from the New York Times that came out the other day about how they're you know talking about bioanalytics and trying to you know help them you know prolong his career and all that stuff. And then you just you can't if it is an Achilles tear, like if it is that, you know that. 
a thing that you know Kobe and so many others have been through. Uh, this could be the end for JJ Barea, and that is like the darkest place you can take this man. And yeah. uh, that's tough. That's tough for JJ. That's tough for the Mavericks. It's rough, man. At the time we're recording this, uh, we don't roughly know about a, roughly about an hour after the game. Carlisle talked to the media, and he just said it was a lower uh, leg injury. <laughs> an M- an Very MRI. specific. Yeah, uh, an MRI will uh, take place tomorrow on Saturday. So yeah, You guys probably already know what it is, but we don't. Yes, um, it just doesn't look good. I mean, it, there's no way to put it. When a player, especially a veteran, goes down like that, and they have, the even in their facial expression, they have that immediate reaction of, oh, my gosh, something's, something's wrong, like something's up. And he sat there, and he, he visibly rubbed, massaged the Achilles. He held it. He got up, took a few steps, went right back down on the ground in the paint, and um, they were all huddled around him and stuff. And then um, two people, you know, he had his arms over two shoulders, and they basically carried him slash helped him uh, to the locker room and – it just doesn't look good. I mean, there's no way around it. And <clears throat> prematurely, yes, it looks like an Achilles injury. We everyone's hoping for the best on that, but it could just be a um, strain. You know, it doesn't have to be yeah. a complete tear. Uh, it could be just be that. It takes a ton of rehab, obviously. But yeah. either way, he's probably going to be out for uh, an extended very, amount of time. Uh, yes, an extended amount of time. And uh, we just cross our fingers at this point that it's not uh, the rest of the season and hopefully um, not the rest of his career at that point. But, yeah, basketball-wise, just as a person, it just sucks so bad because it just drained um, it drained everything. The Luka run hadn't started um, at that point. But right. I would, I still had family visiting, and I was like, I was so pissed off. I was like, not yelling, but I was like, this is so stupid. Like, why JJ and – uh, there's a special when you root for somebody. We obviously are, you know, root for the Mavs, and I want them to do well. And there's certain players you have different personal connections to, um, non-personal connections to. You see them in the locker room, you know, know different things about them. And there's certain guys that you, I mean, it's just point <clears throat> point blank. There's certain guys you root more for the other, and they're all Mavs. You all root for them, but there's some guys you root a little bit more for. And JJ Bray is one of those guys, and he is. The, I have grown the, to respect. No, I was. I, I have grown to respect him over the past couple years more than I want. I want to say more than anybody because I always respected Dirk and I always respected JJ. But just over the past couple years and just being around the team and stuff and seeing everything he's done for Puerto Rico and yeah. seeing his family, how much his family is present, how much of a dad he is uh, to S- Sebastian and having him around the team so much. And obviously I don't know him personally, but just seeing him around the facility and stuff like he is, he is just one of those guys where I'm like, man, I am, it is an honor to like cover him. Like he is an yeah. awesome dude. And when I see that moment like tonight, that's the stuff I'm thinking about more than what he means to the team on the court. And I just hate it so much for him. And and then there's the basketball talk of him being the head of the stake in the second unit, how much he means to the team if they want to make a run for the playoffs and so much of that. It's just, uh, it sucks all the way around. And just honestly standing next to him made me respect him so much more. When you realize just how short he really is and the things he does on a basketball court, and seeing it in person is different. Seeing it up close in person is different. And then just standing next to him where 
if you're, you know, my height or Isaac's height, you can literally see the top of his head. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very weird feeling and a very weird thing. But yeah, all the respect to, to JJ and just, uh, you know, his career and hopefully and he connects with everybody yes. too. Like yeah, he yeah. is, I mean, from every walk of life, every type of teammate, young and old, no matter the background, no matter where they came from or the status of star or player or role they are in the league, like everybody on the team loves JJ. And that's this, everybody in the organization loves JJ. And we have said it a thousand times. I've wrote about it before. It's point blank. JJ Bray will have his number retired in the AAC. I am very confident in that. He is a Mavs legend. He will go down as a Mavs legend. And um, anyway, I don't want to get too sappy about it because we don't know officially everything yet. But it just didn't look good tonight, and I hate it all the way around. And JJ Barea is the bane of almost every fan base's existence, besides the Mavericks, obviously. <laughs> every time, every time you play a different team, uh, I. I Follow as many you know writers from other teams as possible. They're always like, "Oh, JJ Barea again. Why does JJ Barea always kill the you know insert team, the Lakers, the you know this team, the, the Hornets? Like just all, all all over the place. People are saying that, and I just yeah. find it really funny because it happens every time, and they just they make it seem like it only happens to them, but it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's we, the that's the story of the game. I, we're about to talk about Luca and get hyped about that and all this stuff. Um, in my opinion. The status of JJ going forward yeah. means um, so much more than win or loss in this game and everything that happened. Like I'm super happy with what happened, but um, the news of w- what happens with him going forward uh, is the is the bummer of the night. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, but the good thing of the night is the reason why Luca was number one trending topic in the United States lot <laughs> tonight. Um, so they, so JJ, JJ gets hurt about six minutes, 30 seconds left. Uh, the play after that, um, Luca drives and kicks to, to Harrison Barnes for a three uh, after they did a bunch of subbing and everything. And then after that play, the Timberwolves basically, and, and I think that play included the Timberwolves go on a 15 to five run and they catch up. The Mavericks had a 10 point lead with that three. And they just got completely squashed. <laughs> 15 to 5 run. Uh, Dallas is, uh, they're tied 107 to 107. And then, then the Luka run starts going. And this is just kind of, we've kind of gotten used to it at this point. That, okay, we're gearing up. All right, it's Luka's time. They're tied with, you know, two minutes and something left. And now, okay, he's got to take over. Give us four possessions, Luca. Just give us four possessions where you just take over. And then we got to get at least two stops. <laughs> you know, like that's just really how what it comes down to. Yeah. And t- I mean, Towns <clears throat> flipped a little switch there in the fourth. He has some just tough baskets. I mean, the dude's a, a monster. He's so good. And uh, you just couldn't really do much about it. And I, we'll talk about Maxi before the end of this pod, but. Uh, Max was playing, you know, as good as defense as you can against him uh, in those moments. But yeah, it, it's crazy that we, as much as we complain sometimes of saying, "Hey, this uh, Lucas should have the ball in his hands more than what he does." Yeah, uh, it is cool that forty-one games or forty-two uh, halfway uh, through his rookie season, uh, the organization, coaching staff, front office, and everybody realizes that. Uh, Luca gets the ball at the end, and he has proved it. And uh, it's not if you 
like if you would have asked me this before the season, I even said before the season, Harrison Barnes is going to get the last shot. And if you would have told me at the beginning of the season, hey, um, who who would be getting the last shot at the end of a close game halfway through the season, I would have still said probably, uh, probably you know, probably Harrison Barnes. Still, no, it's it's Luca's show, and it should be Luca's show. This is what we screamed for forever, and uh, Luca gets the ball at the end, and he makes things happen. And this is. This ending is even more of a an example to anybody that is still, you know, out on, you know, Luca being the one that, that runs the show and getting the last shot and pretty much everybody else clearing out because uh so Luca at two minutes thirty six seconds, Luca drives, kicks to Brunson, corner three, which by the way, Brunson's stepping up massive with that shot specifically. And uh and and if, if JJ Bray is out for a while, he's gonna have to step up big time. And if Dennis yeah. misses any more time, so uh, this is why depth is important, <laughs> you know. And we yeah. we complain about the Mavericks having you know too many good players, not enough great players. But uh, when you have a bunch of good players like this, and you and one of them goes down, it, it's very helpful to have somebody like Jalen Brunson to uh, to back him up. And then so Brunson hits a three. Mavs are up three at this point. And then the the Mavericks possession after that is the reason why you. You're like, okay, Luka just needs the ball every time because Harrison Barnes gets this ISO turnaround fading two on Derrick Rose on the left elbow, and it just looked like a bad shot. It looked short. It was short. It just didn't seem like a good decision. It seemed rushed. It seemed like Harrison tried to – he was just trying to force something is what it felt like to me, Uh, and it just – you know, it didn't hit. And if it hit, obviously we'd be talking about it in a different way, but it just didn't look good, and it ended up not going in. Yeah, I mean, he he hit a big three late. Like he had some, uh, he had a kind of a rough shooting um, early in the game. He went seven for nineteen, but he hit a couple threes late. And I know it was still the end of the fourth, but it's a shot like that though. It's it's not about if if this was a catch and shoot three or if this was just a quick grab and drive to the basket. You know, the, the attacking that we've seen him do so well this season. Those are the those are the things that I'm okay with. Or if he's in the post, if he's deep in the post backing down a guy like Rose, th- that's the things I'm okay with. It's these, you know, in the, the mid-range kind of things where he just, you know, has to turn around and, and you know, lean back and fade. And it's just stuff like that that you're like, it's not in your wheelhouse, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, what's crazy about it is that was in his wheelhouse last year. And now the role has changed. And now that's not in his wheelhouse. I would it even shouldn't. say a shot that he took tonight was, was outside of his wheelhouse last year, too. Uh, he was taking a lot of the, those mid-range stuff last year. I mean, what about West post-ups? Man, I'm watching. I'm trying to watch as much Mavericks starting five minutes, going back and watching games. Whew, man, and I did even like- I even did this uh, did this video that will never see the light of day now because it got blocked. <laughs> I tried I tried something new on YouTube, and I tried to do like a reaction breakdown where I'm. You know, my video is, is live going through a section of a game. And so I tried to do the third quarter against the, the Suns the other day. And honestly, I kept saying, all right, Wes Iso again, eight times. They, they oh, put, put to, to uh, not, not Iso, a West post up eight times in the third quarter against the Suns. And that was a good quarter for the Mavericks. It's weird. You know, how Rick is doing the rotations right now. I tweeted out in the first quarter. <clears throat> he he started this the other night. He did it again tonight. It was like halfway through the four, halfway through the first quarter. He takes Luca out, puts yes. JJ in, leaves the other four. And starters has Luca start the fourth quarter, which is important. So so I so I tweet out and I say, okay, if this is the same rotation that Rick 
pulled the other night of taking Luca out in the first quarter and then leaving the starters in. Let's see if he puts Luca in, puts Luca back in at the end of the first quarter with the bench unit. Like music, it happened. Um, it just you know he puts Luca back in and it's like clockwork. Oh, yeah. Sorry, clockwork. Yes. Um, and then he puts <laughs> music to my ears. Is the phrase, music dude. to my ears. <laughs> He puts Luca in with Do- Dorian and Dirk and Dwight and JJ. JJ yeah, 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 JJ. Yeah, that's a weird kind and, of lineup, but but that lineup worked. And man, I tweeted out, I was like, "What, what a run!" And when you go back and watch this first quarter, you'll see that run at the end of the first into the second. They they all were like they were clicking on all cylinders. And I tweeted out the lineup. People were tweeting back saying, "I fell in love with this lineup. I loved it." Um, what? How? <laughs> Wild coincidence, when Dwight Powell catches the ball at the rim, that's when he's his best. Like, he had 15 points now. He was a plus 15. He was 7 for 8. He was 7 for 8 from the field. Take a wild guess of the one shot that he did miss. Oh, my gosh. Did he take a 3 in this game? He took a 3 and missed it. No <laughs> way. And another thing, if Dwight catches it on the perimeter, okay, here, we, we got to – we we got to really put some restrictions on Dwight, okay? Like you, sh- he shouldn't. He should only catch the ball when he's in the air, about to dunk it or at the rim, because there were even a couple times tonight where he caught at the perimeter and he tried to pump fake and dribble past uh, Gorgie. and I'm like, no, 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 and then he like the ball went out of bounds, and it's just, oh, I, I feel bad for him, but hey, he scored 15 points tonight at the rim, okay? That's what he is a rim rolling big and. Uh, it seemed like JJ and Luke and everybody just found him uh, on these oops tonight a, a ton. But that lineup is well. If JJ's out for yeah, a while, yeah, um, it changes really, it a lot. That lineup was already going to be something that I was going to text you about and be like, Nick, you should do a video about this lineup. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see if Brunson you know steps into that or whatever. But what coming full circle, we we're talking about Wes in the fourth quarter. He put Wes in instead of Luca with that lineup, and it was just it was just off. It was just there was just something off with it. Obviously, yeah, there's a difference between which was and Luka, Wes and but, Dorian and and JJ. Yeah, and it, it just didn't have that playmaker. You got to have the two playmakers with that. Yeah, and it uh, it was just off with that. But they got to figure out what to do with Wes and the starting unit when De- when Dennis comes back, and because I mean at this point. I mean, I think we're going to riot if Maxie goes back to a DMPCD. Oof. Seriously. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, seriously. At this I mean, point. Ma- Maxie starts the game tonight and just right off the bat. I mean, he, he started off three for three from three. And you're like, he was he was playing heck. Like, from the opening tip, they put DeAndre and Taj Gibson, Maxie on, on Towns. And Which, if you just, remember the first time that the Mavericks played the Timberwolves, they were playing Dorian on Towns, and they were playing <laughs> DeAndre off of Towns to try and come and help over, which is just we – don't, we don't curse a lot on this podcast, but just one of the ass-backwards things that I've ever seen <laughs> in a game. You got DeAndre Jordan, former defensive player of the year, and you have to play him off of a guy to make him more effective on defense. I'm done. <laughs> um. Yes, uh, I got I got to hold back on DeAndre tonight, but you know who does with, not you know is who is not holding Kirk. back on DeAndre tonight? <laughs> Kirk, <laughs> friend of the pod, Kirk. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Maxi, man, I mean, he moves his feet so well for <laughs> a six ten guy, and w- when his shot is going down, 
Nick likes to kid me all the time. When I wrote this story on him for maps.com <laughs> earlier in the season, he had like he was playing it's well. Isaac, it was awesome. Isaac curse. And ever since that story, he just sucked at shooting. And uh, when he's hitting, man, it There's just like, scares honestly, me. There's like a 15 per, like, percentage point difference between before and after his story. And I, I tweeted out tonight. I was like, man, I'm so scared of what Maxie's going to get offered this this coming summer. I know. And uh, it's just he is he's a three he's a three and D big like a three like you put you find him. There's systems out there that are not Rick Carlisle's that would love him at the five. Yes. And, man, he would be so good in, in that type of system. And I'm just super scared. I hope the Mavericks don't um, get outpriced uh, for him. But he played really good defense on Towns. Don't look at – like, Towns is going to beast a lot of people. And he had some blocks on him. He had a clutch block late on, I think it was Derrick Rose at the end of the game. And uh, man, I you just can't praise Maxi enough tonight. He he has to be a main part of this rotation. Now starter, one of the first guys off the bench. I mean, I would prefer him be a starter, but if it's like, hey, he's a sixth or seventh man, okay, I get it. He just can't. He has to be a main part of this rotation. We need twenty. They, the Mavericks need twenty to thirty minutes of Maxi Cleva every night. Yes, he got thirty minutes tonight, and yeah, I mean, he he has to be a main part of this rotation. And four free throw, four or four from the free throw line too. Were those, did those come off of uh, driving kick or like his pump and drive? I I can't remember. Okay, well, that that is when you mentioned that Powell tried to do that in the game. Uh, it made me think of like that's something that Maxi has obviously added to his game this year, and like he's just trying to. Oh, be, Maxi can do it. I can oh, do it. Maxi too. can do it. I, I'm gonna do that. I can do that. <laughs> um, and Maxi shooting threes. I'm gonna shoot threes. <laughs> um, so. So let's go through the, the rest of this game. So after the Barnes, you know, ISO turnaround bad shot, uh, Towns just scores the easiest score ever <laughs> on the other end. Uh, and that's when you get the Luca drive and floater with a minute 30 left. Go that was unreal, dude. Watch that play in slow motion. When he takes those, he takes those long, slow strides. Yes. And then when he takes that last stride, he's facing the baseline, okay? And when he jumps... He's facing the baseline and in one motion, which he's it's not like he's jumping forty inches off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> in one motion, he's jumping, turning, fading, and then shoots the shot over like one handed shot. And over. lots of times he does it with his left hand, like going he's he's going right and goes back to his left and kinda like he holds it like a pizza plate, you know? Like he holds it like up above his head and then just like kind of like pushes it. It's just so wild how he can put that in. And of course it goes in, and I was just like blown away, blown away, blown away. So then the Mavericks and the Timberwolves at this point are just trading buckets. Teague goes to the other end; he gets a floater of his own. You come back, and this is where you get Luca. Minute left, hesitation, drive, dunk right on Taj Gibson's face with Towns trailing. Honestly, he that should have been an and one. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean that and the well, we'll talk about the three, but yes, those are both and ones. Yes. So the Mavericks are up one are up by one now. And then uh on the other end, Maxi is is you know one on one defensively against Towns. Uh Teague gets a floater in the lane, and then Taj Gibson puts back Teague's floater. This play I really want to, to, to unpack a little bit because this is some of the Mavericks problems defensively. And it's not just DeAndre, but it is it is somewhat DeAndre. So Maxie's guarding guarding Towns, and they're on the they're sort of on the left block. They're a little bit farther out, probably about fifteen feet from the basket. And Maxie's just face guarding, and Towns is facing up against Maxie. 
Teague is able to cut into the lane because Luca was completely turned around and he was watching Towns and Luca was guarding Teague and Luca just completely leaves Teague because uh, at that point Brunson was guarding um, Derrick Rose. And so Teague gets he cuts into the lane and because Teague cut in the lane and Luca wasn't paying attention, DJ actually came up to help on Teague. Kind of surprised on that, but like DeAndre Jordan comes up to help on Teague, and because DeAndre was helping, nobody was there to box out Taj Gibson for the putback. And so it's just these little things on defense that start to add up. Luca's not paying attention, or yeah. he's not he's not you know turned so he can see his man and the ball at the same time. This is something they teach you you know in elementary school. <laughs> you you turn and and so that you in your peripherals so you can see your man and the ball at the same time. And Luca's just turned the other way, and uh, and it that breakdown causes DeAndre to do this. It's his whole chain reaction. And that's sort of the, the Mavericks problems on defense. They don't have a ton of problems on defense. They've actually been a fairly good de- you know, defensive team this year. You know, I've been kind of surprised by the defense because of the lapses that we've seen in it, but they still are putting up good numbers. A lot of it's just getting on the same page. Like I, I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like just getting on the same page as a defense is just huge and knowing uh, each other's weaknesses and uh, it doesn't help. Yeah. When you have, uh, I don't like want to say negative. <laughs> I don't want to say negative defenders, but um, yeah, I mean Luca probably isn't ever going to make a first team all defense. I feel like is that safe to say? Yes, <laughs> but career? he is not as bad as we expected him to be. No, 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 no. I mean, he's not like James Harden bad, but it, it's like yeah, he's not two thousand two thousand sixteen James Harden bad. But but here's the thing: I do does. Does Luca ever need to be a first team all defensive player? No. I mean he he I don't think he does. And so like well, this is a bigger conversation. Anyway. Um yeah, they gotta get on the same page. Um there was a bunch of defensive lapses tonight, um, from a lot of different players uh, on the Mavs, but this is from Tim McMahon's source. The Mavericks believe JJ Brea tore his right Achilles. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brutal. Everything we said earlier applies to that. Yeah, yeah. We pretty much covered that at this point. Um, But dang, that is. Yeah, I don't want to. I mean, it literally pisses you off. Like, I mean, it just it it just makes. That's what Demarcus Cousins tore, right? Yeah, yeah. And Demarcus Cousins is coming back on January twenty first, and Wes Matthews. He will be gone from basketball a year, and he is like a twenty seven year old, you know, like freak athlete. <laughs> yeah, so it's tough, man. That's uh, rough. But the rest of this game was not. So you know, yeah, we know about this, uh, and it's also just believe. They're not really completely sure, but that's just believe at this point. Um, so then, so then that that defensive lapse happens. And after that play, Dallas is uh, Dallas is down one at this point, and Minnesota subs in Josh Okogie for uh, Derrick Rose, which I found to be a little interesting. Um, and then this was a weird play. So Luca inbounds the ball, and Taj Gibson or Taj Gibson steals it from Maxi. He like fronts Maxi and like pretty much just hugs him the entire way. <laughs> Through the through the inbounds play, he steals it from Maxi, and this was when the ball went out of bounds. Am I am I wrong about that? Did they go? Th- they didn't go back through the replay, but I saw on Twitter that someone said that this this play was out of bounds. 
when wait when Luke when Luca was throwing it in, when Luca inbounds the ball, Taj Gibson gets it up like he grabs it at at its highest point in the air, and then he he throws the ball down. No, that that ball didn't go out of bounds. Yeah, well, well I think it was, it was it was supposed to be called, but it didn't. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't called oh, out okay, of bounds. I thought, it, okay. it was, I thought you were at, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when Taj Gibson, he, he kind of grabs it with one hand in the air, and then he kind of bounces it off the ground. When he bounced it off the ground, you can see just a, the very part of it bounces off that white line. Uh, I'm going to retweet this um, so that you guys can see it. Uh, this guy Daniel tweeted it to me. Shout out to Daniel. Shout out to you, Daniel. And so, so the, the ball was supposed to be out of bounds, but it wasn't, which is great because we don't want it to be because something awesome happens after this. So Taj Gibson gets the steal. He passes to Josh Okogie, and Josh Okogie gets the ball. He tries to pass back to Taj Gibson in a, in a fast break position or in a fast break play. And then DeAndre steals, it, steals the Josh Okogie pass, gives it to Luca, and then the Timberwolves are in this transition defense and they're just completely thrown off. And so Luca just steps, he, he brings the ball up, steps up, and literally just hits a transition three, and no one was guarding him. Towns is the closest guy, and Towns was coming up to guard DeAndre. And so he had to, to step over and help on to Luca from, from DeAndre, who was like right next to Luca. And he hits it. You've probably seen this on Twitter at this point. And when Luca throws the when Luca shoots the ball, you can see Josh Okogi running from the other side of the floor. So for some reason he was stuck on the other end. And didn't get there. So essentially, the Mavs are playing five on four at that point. For, can, can we can Luka we give three. it like? I'm trying to think of the better term, the uh, a better ter- uh, pr- appropriate term to use. Um, a bigger. Um, you didn't like my balls on the table analogy. <laughs> that the, the confidence. So let's just go for confidence. The confidence that <laughs> the cojones Luka has, factor. Okay. This is the Tim McMahon thing. Yeah, the, the cojones factor. factor. When Luca brings the ball down, I'm looking right now, and he steps in. He steps into the shot. The Mavericks are down by one. Okay, the shot clock is at 18. 18. Yeah, they're down seriously. by one, and there's and there's 23 seconds left if in this, the game. Literally, if this was any other Maverick, we would be raving about this. Show. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine if Wes did this? Um, there is yes. 24 seconds He's left in it. the game. 18 seconds left in in, in the uh, shot clock. You hold the ball and wait for the last shot, yes. basically. Yes. And I mean, I, down last one. shot of the shot clock. Down one, yes, too. Down by one. And you don't to need a the three. Basket. The fact that, like, this this defines Luka, that you bring the ball down. And, yeah, it was a semi-open shot. Like, Towns even fouled him on this play. Yes. Towns yeah, hit his did. arm. That, that is a foul. And the fact that he It's a weak down, one, but it was. <laughs> And says, you know what? I'm just going to hit this three right here in your face, in your building. Here it is. And, like, I mean, it's just like. In your Prince jerseys. <laughs> in your Prince jerseys. It that looks awesome, uh, by the way. Love those. Oh, Wish yeah. the Mavericks uh, jerseys looked anything as cool as those. Uh, wait, you're saying the Mavs City jerseys aren't as good as these? Dmagazine.com has a great write-up on the. Uh... I read that today. Um, I can't say whether I agree with it or not, but it was uh, an entertaining piece. You can go to the Mavs fan shop and get your city edition jerseys right now. Anyway. And no one would ever go to the Mavs fan shop and get a custom city edition jersey and say and write, like, these suck on the back of it. 
No one would do that, right? Actually, I think that they don't allow you to put like uh, certain words on the back of it. They block them. Uh, but Luca hits that shot, and it's absolutely uh, insane. I mean, it just defines who Luca is. Completely. And that puts him. I puts him up by two. Puts him up by like two. And Twenty-three seconds left. Twenty-two seconds left. Teague inbounds. Uh, yeah, Jeff Teague inbounds the ball. Give, Taj give, gives it back to him. And then this was a weird play too. So Teague kind of does the the Nash drive where he drives to the baseline, curls around the baseline, passes out to Dario Saric, who was at the in the in the the. You call one the short corner. What do you call the other one? The far corner? I guess well, far corner. Yeah. <laughs> Words. Wide open shot. I mean, Sarge Wide can open hit, shot. hit the He's shot. He's a shooter, right? Like, Not only that, but then he passed to Derrick Rose, who is one of the best three-point shooters in the league this year. Like, it's crazy, his yeah. percentages. Yeah, so maybe that was smart by him. But Sarge was wide open because DeAndre was in the paint and just not even guarding him. Uh, and they had, Town- had Maxi on Towns again. And so then Rose ha- is one of the best three-point shooters in the game, like you just said. Uh, could shoot it and win the game essentially because they're yeah. down by two. There would be time left if he took it then, but uh, he yeah, dri- time he, left for another Luca. He, he decides shot, to drive, which is awesome to see from Derrick Rose because for so long he just was scared to drive, you know, and was yeah. scared of the contact, and he's not anymore, which is awesome to see as a backwell player from him. But Rose drives, and Maxi just straight up bodies him, straight up arms, straight up, and I think. I thought at first, when I first saw this play, I thought he deflected the ball. But I don't think, now I don't think that he did after seeing it a couple times. I think that Rose really tried to pass it to Towns. I don't know. I thought he tried to block it. I don't know. Maxie did try to block it, but I don't think he got a hand on it. I just remember Harrison Barnes diving on the floor and uh, really hustling for that. Yes, yes. A million times, yes. Uh, Towns. Can't get a hold of the ball because Harrison Barnes gets in between them. He dives. Harrison Barnes dives on the floor, gets the loose ball. That saved the game right there. That that's a massive play. For yeah. you know all the stuff that we just said about him taking that bad shot. This is a winning basketball play. Yeah, I mean that, that was a heck of a hustle by by Harrison. Yes. And, uh, then he comes down and hits both free throws. I'm pretty sure. Yes. So and, uh, puts so him up by four. They call it a. It wasn't a jump ball. It was a. It was an. A, like. The Mavericks get an, an inbound pass for some reason. Uh, I'd have to go back and look for his reason why. And they give Harrison Barnes. They they throw the inbound to Harrison Barnes. He gets fouled. And then, like Isaac said, hits both the free throws. Mavericks go up 19-15. Uh, on the other end, Teague inbounds the ball. Towns tries to shoot a three. He misses. Rose misses a three. <laughs> Either way, it wouldn't matter. They're down four. And the, the Mavericks end up winning the game. It was an awesome game. Uh, it sucked. And it sucks that it has to suck. But it did suck. Especially if the you know the reports are true that JJ Braid did tear his Achilles, yeah. but uh, but yeah, yeah. So so now we um, we're kind of long on this pod, but since this news dropped, now we we need to kind of talk about it. Um, so where do the maps go from here? If JJ Braid, this is a whole out, podcast conversation, by the way. But yeah, yeah. We'll, it's we'll a whole shorten po- it for this, but we'll have longer one. Yes, um, Brunson becomes all- the backup point guard. There's already uh, people tweeting at us saying, hey, the Mavs got to make a move. They got it. The bench just died. Uh, the bench, all this stuff. Uh, Devin Harris was a healthy scratch tonight for all I know. Yeah, that was interesting. I didn't see anything about him before um, the game. Yeah, so uh, Ryan Brokoff uh, was not with the team for personal reasons. Don't don't know anything about that either. 
Uh, Dennis did not I saw travel. on on Ryan Brokoff's uh, Instagram that he was dog sitting for Luca's dog Hugo. So I think maybe that's why he had to stay and take care of Stop. the dog. No, that is not true. Don't nobody aggregate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, please someone aggregate that. Please. That would be the greatest. You remember you remember it was like it was not too long ago when somebody <laughs> aggregated something I said on this podcast and be like, Maps.com writer yeah. suggests this <laughs> trade and he would I'm like, Oh my gosh, please get off this. Um You can you can aggregate it with my name in it. It's saying that the reason why Ryan Brokoff wasn't with the team is because he was uh dog sitting for Luca. <laughs> I'm gonna go back um, and make sure that that's still on his Dennis wasn't with the team either. Um, and so, yeah, a couple of weird spots for that, but yeah, we'll, I say it's probably a whole podcast, but there's the Warriors game on Sunday and that'll be the next time we record and we'll be talking about that game and all this stuff. But yeah, I, I mean, screenshot it, it, it's gone now. I'm, has, upset. I'm uh, very upset now. Uh, this is the shoes for Jalen Brunson now. And yeah, this is he, massive for him. He isn't JJ Barea. And is he the long-term replacement for JJ? Is that why he was drafted? Absolutely. Probably, probably so, yeah. Uh, but is this uh, this is some big shoes for him to step in and uh, play this role. JJ was having a, re- a remarkable, uh, a, I mean, a remarkable season I use this year. 16, 4, and 7. I was 7 from 14 that, yeah. from the field. Good Lord. He was a plus 15 tonight. And uh, just what a, a game for him to go out on. But, uh, yeah. I mean, they drafted Brunson. We could be looking at a situation if they didn't draft Brunson, and you're like, oh, man, like this, we don't really have anybody else, or it's a 10-day contract or something like that, and you're like, man, they're screwed now. And uh, There's a lot of different directions they could go. We, we, we talk about them never benching Dennis, but, like, man, what if they put Dennis in this role and kept Wes in the starting this, lineup? This is my thing. If you, if you just <laughs> replace uh, Brunson and, and Dennis – you switch them because you want you want Luca to be controlling the ball with the, the starters, and then you get Dennis to be in that super sub Jason Terry role. Yeah, well, I mean, not even Brunson and Dennis. You just leave the starting lineup like it is tonight uh, with Maxie and Wes, with Harrison and DeAndre. And, you could do uh, that too. And then work them like that. But there, there's, just, there's a lot of moving parts. We'll see what the Mavericks do. Um it, probably right off the bat, they'll probably just insert Dennis into the starting lineup, move Maxi back to the bench, and then put B- Brunson in that Barrera role. We'll see. Uh, Dirk was 0 for 4 tonight, didn't hit a shot again. Almost hit a pick and pop <laughs> shot with Luca. That would have been awesome. Yes. Uh, it sucks seeing that. But um, yeah, whatever Dirk gives is icing on the cake. We keep on saying that all He year. had a steal but, and a block, though. He also swiped. Uh, he also smacked the crap out of Wiggins. <laughs> Uh, oh, it was Wiggins. I just, no saw the, I just saw the video. And he also got like uh, like in a tangle up with Towns earlier in the game. And he like they the ref like came on the court and like halfway separated him, but then said like, hey, uh, you're to foul on Dirk. And Dirk was pissed, yelling at the ref and all this stuff. But Did Dirk um, look at the ref and say, I'm your father? Oh, yeah, I'm your father. <laughs> uh, but but no, I mean, it's a, uh, it's a somber mood. Um, my mother, uh, is in visiting and, uh, Rick was on the TV and he was talking after the game and she says, well, man, he's in, he's not in a good mood for after winning. And I'm like, well, one, uh, that's Rick in general. Um, two, um, 
they he probably knows that they just lost JJ Barea for for the year and uh, which is a key part to the team. So super fun Luca night, another memorable Luca performance, big time shots by Luca uh, and a road win, which is crazy because uh, we don't have that many of them, but. Uh, tonight's defined by J.J. Brea and how Dallas, if Dallas wants to make the playoffs, man, they got to figure out the answer of trying to replace um, J.J. in that second unit. Gosh. Yeah, it's tough. Our uh, hearts and hats go out to J.J. Yeah, you hate every bit of, uh, every bit about it, yep. especially with a team like Golden State coming in on Sunday. Uh, you know they're going to be hyped for this game, a home game against the Warriors. They beat the Warriors this season. Uh, I'm looking forward to the game, and now you take uh, the head of the snake of your second unit Seriously. out of this game, and you know, especially if Dennis is out too still with the sore back, and there's just uh, a lot of that stuff going on. So we'll see how they adjust, and um, yeah, we'll see what these next week few weeks hold if they decide to make a move before the trade deadline. We will see. Uh, there you go. Some emergency slash. It did turn into emergency because of JJ Brea. Um, yeah. emergency slash bonus podcast a uh, bittersweet one and uh yeah guys we uh appreciate all of you and uh prayers go out to jj Berea and uh thanks so much for listening to lockdown maps peace out boom